0: Good morning. It is Kale and Company Live. Great to have you along with us on this Tuesday. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. We are live and ready and raring to go on WKXL 1450 on the AM dial, 1039 FM in Concord and the Capital Region, and 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond, streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And uh, delighted to have uh, back with us on the program today our good friend Sue McPhee. Sue, welcome back. Great to have you with us.
1: Oh,
0: it's great to be here. I'm ready to take the leap. Yeah, you are ready to take the leap and <laughs> go over the edge. As that's I understand correct. it, you are going over the edge. Going over the edge. Uh, well, there's a lot of people that think I've already gone over the edge. Well, that that's but... probably true. Yeah, they said <laughs> they say the same thing about me. But okay. but <laughs> you are you are literally literally going over the edge. I must I must tell our listeners that uh, you know Sue has been a friend of mine for quite some time now, an intuitive author, uh, massage therapist, uh, reiki proponent and instructor, and does, does all kinds of things. But I don't think, Sue, that you have ever done anything like this, or am I wrong about that?
1: I have not done repelling. You... i have never repelled. I've done several zip line pretty yeah. high up uh, um from the ground, but uh, not repelling and but I'm uh, eager and ready to go. Well, and... for uh, the benefit of the United Wed.
0: And uh, that is uh, uh, very, very, very nice. And, uh, you know, we we got to give people a little history about this. You are right. going over the edge yeah. of the Brady Sullivan Building. That's correct. In downtown Manchester. Now, uh, that's a, a relatively tall building.
1: Well, it's uh, 300 feet tall, 24 yeah. stories.
0: Yeah, 24 and, stories. Yeah, Right.
1: <laughs> And uh, the team that puts it together, um, I, I didn't know this in the beginning, but I did a little research. Um, they go actually go all over the country. They're experts at uh, tying these ropes and, and rope strength and, and all those things that would be necessary to keep one safe on a 300-foot rappel. And so this is what they do. They go around the country and set up these events, these uh, fundraising events yeah. for worthy organizations, Special Olympics. Um, any number of other things. And the United Way of Greater Nashua, as I'm more and more digging into it and learning, really funds a lot—a whole grouping of local charity organizations, uh, non-profit work. Um, they they look at things like health care, child care, after-school programs, violence prevention, food, clothing, shelter. Um, they're really trying to help the community. So certain agencies that are in that type of work can go to the United Way and sign up or request funding. There's eligibility requ- you know, requirements, obviously, but um, it's not just one thing. It's a lot of agencies and people and communities that get help
0: well Sue and I know that uh, any anybody or anything any agency that needs help you're you're always there and uh, and have <laughs> have been for uh, a long time and I uh, this event is going to it's uh, for the uh, United Way of Greater Nashua, but it will take place uh, in downtown Manchester yeah. you will be repelling yeah. down the side uh, <laughs> of of the Brady Sullivan building I've actually tower, yeah, a a friend, of, a friend of mine a Radio friend of mine, uh, by the name of Andy Mack, uh, did this uh, several years ago, Fantastic. and, and I, I attended it, and uh, it was really something to see, and uh, reaffirmed my belief that I would never do it. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will have to tell you that 99% of the people that I've told that I'm doing this look at me and say, I'd never do that. (laughs) But I'm so excited. Uh, The the first time I heard about it was uh, on a broadcast. uh, WMUI had. uh, They had covered the one, I think, two or three years ago. Uh And the minute I saw her, I said, I have to do this. I have got to do that. So ever since then, I've been exploring how to do that. And finally got signed up with the whole program, and then I saw a little clip of a gentleman, I think he did this a couple of years ago, his name is Bill Rogers. He did this at the age of 88. Wow! So he's my inspiration. I thought if he can do it at 88, well, I'm a teenager next to him, right?
0: Right, You are. <laughs> well, you, you 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 act like one anyway, Sue. In a good way. Okay. In a good way. You've got plenty of energy, and we know that for sure. You've got more energy than uh, any ten people I know. I think. But it's <laughs> well, it's not 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 Bill Rogers, the former marathon runner. There was a marathon runner by the name of Bill Rogers too, but I don't think it's no, the same. No, this
1: this William is um, a local person, and he actually did that. It explains it on. A little um, film clip that yep. he did that to honor his wife who had just passed away. Mm. Wow. At, that to- at the time that he did it. So I thought, wow, well, that's it. That's That cinches the deal, and I'm heading up there and, and going over the edge. It's so it to be late June. Late June, yeah. Late June. Um, the original schedule was Monday and Tuesday. The 26th and 27th. We had a a Zoom meeting a couple of weeks ago, and I think most of the uh, rappellers and the teams are going on the 27th, which is a Tuesday. Um, We go up regardless of the rain, uh, clouds, cold, warm, heat. The only thing that will... it's a safety issue, obviously, if it's a thunder and lightning storm right, or right. high winds. Right. At that point, it would be postponed to the following day, which would be Wednesday the 28th. But, but I'm ready.
0: June 27th, <laughs> ready. Tuesday. Yep. Oh, I know you're ready. You're re- <laughs> raring ready. to go. Now, how is there any way that, that you can practice for this or you just uh, have to flat out do it?
1: Much flat out to it. I mean, I could uh, sign up and take lessons, but they're pretty expensive. Um, I'm told that once we get to the top, we sign in, get to the top of the tower, there's actually a setup that the people on the ground aren't going to be able to see. It's going to be on the roof, kind of set back a little bit. It's just a short. practice thing where you will practice which ropes break you, make you slow down, and which ropes will let you, because um, you're pretty much in control. But they're also in control, too. If you if it looks like somebody's getting in trouble, they're going to do a slow lower. In fact, I think once you get to the last 10 or 15 feet, it's out of your control. They're going to do a slow lower just for safety purposes. So, um, so again, there's a little tiny practice booth, I guess you would call it, or set up uh, at the roof that you won't see on the ground, but we'll just get to practice the feel of having all those uh, ropes and ties and different things that you need to to get down there. So one of the things that folks need to know that you don't just go up and do this. You sign up, but you're expected to fundraise for the United Way, and so I threw my hat in the ring and I said, my goal is $1,500. And I'm not doing too bad. I'm about... Maybe three hundred and fifty dollars shy of the goal. Wow! So, we, we, and, uh, and there's still a few weeks left to go, so I'm do, hopeful.
0: You're doing great. You're Thanks. doing great, <laughs> Sue. And but you know, now you have not. You will not have an opportunity, I'm sure. Uh, or right, I'm not sure uh, uh, to go to the top of the building before you actually get ready to do this. Correct? Not
1: to the very top.
0: No. Not, not no. to the very top. No. No. See, no, See, that's I mean, the thing.
1: I, think it's a, isn't a, I think it's a private uh, office building. Yes, yeah. And there's yeah. also um, a dialysis center in there. Right. I suppose yeah. anybody can just walk in and kind of scoot up to the top, but I don't think they let people mm-hmm. on the roof. Not on the roof, no.
0: And that, <laughs> I'm that good. Be...
1: I'm good with it. You know, it's like storytelling. You tell one story at a time. I will go down the Brady Sullivan Tower one story at a time.
0: One story at, <laughs> at a time. time. Wow. Right. Wow. Well, see, that's the way, yeah. I guess you have to approach it. Uh, <laughs> you in, do, you, you know? do. Uh, and so, so it was the, the uh, coverage of someone else doing it on WMUR that, uh, that inspired you.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Now, yep. Have you ever yep. heard of anything like that before, or?
1: Um, well, I certainly knew about rappelling. I'd yeah. seen it on many television yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, the Amazing Race had it so many times, and every time I would turn to my husband and say, "I could do that. I could do that."
0: And, and what did he say?
1: <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I know." Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, Sue, hang in there and uh, and grab that rope real tight. And we'll, we'll be back uh, in just a minute, and we'll talk more and, and tell people uh, how they can help you out in your uh, repelling activity. And, and also, uh, the bottom line is help out the United Way of uh, Greater Nashua. So yep. hang in there, Sue, and uh, we will be right back here on Kale & Company Live for Tuesday. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and uh, we shall be right back. Kale & Company live for a Tuesday here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental, Sue McVee, a.k.a. Psychic Sue McVee, is with us. And she is going to uh, tell us uh, how you can uh, donate to her adventure and uh, benefit the United Way of Greater Nashua and all the good work that they do. The event again, June 27th. Do you have any idea what time of day it's going to be, Sue?
1: Well, as the day approaches, uh, our, our leader will give us each an appointment. You'll actually have an appointment. I will have an appointment to arrive at the building and be brought up to the top. So um, I'm assuming, of course, <laughs> that I'll know that while before the date. Yeah. So, so you know, they're going to probably start things around 10 a.m., um, and I'll find out then.
0: <laughs> well, well, don't do it before, like, 930, because I want to make sure I get down and see it. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. We'll let you know. Oh, I've, I've got to be there for this.
1: Oh, great. I, I cannot now, miss it. Visitors, can there can be bystanders and watchers, but you can't go up to the top of the building no. and watch me actually go over the edge. Um, visitors can only watch from the ground.
0: Right. And that's, that's fine. And uh, I'm sure you will attract a, a large crowd. Uh, because, and we'll mention it time and time again here uh, as uh, we approach uh, the event. But the bottom line is uh, people donating so that you can uh, reach your goal of $1,500 for the United that's Way correct. of Greater Nashua. So how can people uh, go about uh, contributing?
1: Well, it's pretty simple. I have a link. Uh, you would go to my Facebook page, and it's Sue Fortin McPhee, F-O-R-T-I-N. Sue Fortin, F-O-R-T-I-N McPhee, M-C-P-H-E-E. Go straight to that Facebook page, and the very first post, um, just read through it a little bit, and you'll see the link, and it'll take you right to my personal fundraising page.
0: Okay. Simple as that. I'm actually looking at it uh, right now. And there is a, awesome. a, a link right at the bottom of, of your message. And uh, that, uh, that is terrific. And uh, uh, people can contribute. And what, what did you say? How, mu- how much shy are you of your $1,500 goal? About $350. All right. (laughs) Well, hopefully our WKXL uh, listeners will be uh, generous and provide uh, what they can, and uh, that would be great because we want to see you not only meet but uh, exceed your goal of $1,500. That
1: that would be awesome. And, you know, when it comes to fundraising, I've done fundraising for different things, food pantry, food pantry. You know, various and sundry organizations, but, you know, even a dollar makes a difference. A dollar, if you say, oh, I can't do that, but a dollar makes a difference. A dollar, 10, 15, whatever people can do, it all adds up. It all adds that it, up, so
0: that it does. That it does. It does. And, again, it's going to be June 27th at the Brady mm-hmm. Sullivan Building, which is uh, smack dab in uh, the middle of downtown Manchester. <laughs> and it's a tall building. What, 34 stories?
1: 24
0: stories. Tw- 24 three, stories. All right.
1: 300 feet.
0: 300 feet, 24 stories, <laughs> and uh, Sue will be uh, counting those stories as she uh, recites some stories, probably, to herself on the way down.
1: Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the, the, the fellow was telling us that there, are, it, because it's a business building, there's people in those offices, and frequently they will stand at the window yeah. and wave to the... The climber's going down, the repeller's going down, or put signs in the window, hey, you're doing a great job. So I'm looking forward to that, too.
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be a great day, and uh, we will keep you posted uh, on that. And uh, Sue has another event, however, that will uh, take place uh, before the uh, repelling activity on the 27th, and that is going to be on June the 17th from 10, 10 to noon. Where are you going to be?
1: That's right. Um, So, Saturday, June 17th, from 10 a.m. to noon, I will be at the Fuller Public Library in Hillsborough, New Hampshire, that's our local library, uh, joining 14 other authors. Local authors will be doing... Book signing, if you already have one of our books, just bring it on in so we can personally sign it for you. If you don't, we'll bring books that are available to sell. I always sell at a discount when I have a a personal book signing, and it's been a lot of fun to do that. Um, Typically, we have it outside. It's lovely. The breeze is blowing. If it's a a rainy day, obviously, we'll go inside the library. But uh, it's been a lot of fun to meet and greet the general public who uh, have either bought Purchased our books or uh, heard about us and want to just chit chat about our authoring experience.
0: And Sue has a couple of uh, terrific books. Tell tell the folks what they are.
1: Well, my first book um, came out in uh, 2018, and that was A Tale of Two Rivers: One Woman's Journey from the East River. To the Tarn of Amare.
0: Oh, that—that's why I wanted you to say it. I knew it. I
1: it. That's why I
0: wanted you to say it. <laughs> psychic, it. So, <laughs> and it. Say it. <laughs> and the most
1: recent one, the most recent one was um, just done last year, and that was I never called myself a psychic, but everyone else did. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun book to write, In-
0: including too. yours truly, yeah, many, um, many, many, many times.
1: <laughs> yeah. The first book, a Tale of Two Rivers. I'm in the process of uh, laboring through getting it recorded. I'm I'm self-recording it Uh at um, a recording studio that a friend has. He's doing all the work. I'm doing the voice. And uh, if anyone has ever done that, it's hours and hours and hours standing at the mic, trying to speak with good diction um, so that the listen, it's different from telling a story to an audience where you have interaction. You're, you've got to be very precise. And we go back and we listen and we re-record and we listen to it again. So hopefully, I'll get that one done before the end of the year.
0: It is quite a process, and uh, as it Sue is. alluded to, she is a, a master storyteller. She <laughs> she uh, she really is uh, outstanding and, and an actress as well, which. Uh, uh, you know, it goes hand-in-hand hand with being a storyteller. And, and it helps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it I, helps. I, are you doing any of that in the near future?
1: Um, I don't have any gigs lined up yet, but um, I may. It could happen.
0: Yeah, well, you can keep us posted. <laughs> uh, but, but right now, uh, bear these two dates in mind. Saturday, uh, June 17th at the Fuller Library in uh, Hillsboro. Sue will be signing... Uh, both of her books, and uh, if if you have one or both, uh, Sue will autograph them for you. Or uh, if you want to buy one or both, uh, she'd be happy to autograph those as well.
1: They are, and they'll be on sale. Um, you can you can order them from Amazon, but if you come down and meet me that day and I can get to sign a book for you, I will sell it to you at a discount.
0: Nice. and And other authors will be there as well, you mentioned.
1: Oh, my goodness. There's about 15 of us. Karen Coulters, Ellen Reed, Marge Brooks, S.M. Stevens, David Gonthier, Judith Sanders, Lisa Q. Matthews, Chris Philbrook, Callie Chamberlain, Al Aborn, A.L. Aborn, sorry, <laughs> Judy Biddens, Jesse Salisbury, Debbie Farr, Kathy Stoughton. Phew. Wow. There's that, a bunch of us. That,
0: that is something. <laughs> you know, it amazes me uh, in how many authors there are right here in the state of New Hampshire.
1: Oh, and it, it is an endless list. This yeah. is just only a handful of
0: us. Yeah, and I don't know whether you're aware of this or not, but uh, the New Hampshire Writers Project on uh, January th- uh, not January June third is going to have uh, a, a big get together. Uh, their six o three Writers Conference at uh, SNHU on the SNHU oh, yeah. campus. Yeah, from eight yeah, thirty to I've five. T-
1: yes, I've taken several of their workshops.
0: Wow! So they are going on the to have-
1: SNHU campus. Yeah, it's wow. very well organized. Yep. It'll, it'll be a good event.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to that one, and then uh, two weeks later, uh, meet Psychic Sue and uh, all the writers that will be assembled at the Fuller Public Library uh, in Hillsboro. That should be quite an event uh, in itself. So uh, all, all kinds of chances for people to meet uh, local authors, and in fact, uh, in July. Uh, Sue, we are going to have uh, a local author's week here on Kale & Company. And uh, we will definitely be including you in that. Oh, thank you. Yes. So uh, bear that in mind. And details forthcoming. (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: Thank you so much.
0: It's been great. Well, Sue, thank you. And again. Uh, Go to Sue's Facebook page. It's Sue Fortin, F-O-R-T-I-N, McPhee, M-C-P-H-E-E, and help her reach and exceed that goal of $1,500, all for the benefit of uh, the great work that they do through the United Way of uh, Greater Nashua. And then you can show up on the 27th and see Sue Repel, the 24-story, 300-foot-high, Brady Sullivan building in downtown Manchester. Sue, we'll we'll stay in touch and uh, great to have you back on the show. Thank you so much. All right, Sue. Sue McPhee with us here on WKXL. We've talked repelling and a number of other things. We're going to talk ice cream coming up. Stay tuned for more terrific excitement. It's Kale and Company for Tuesday right here on WKXL nhtalkradio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We will be right back. Welcome back. Kale and Company live for Tuesday here on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And we welcome back after a long hiatus from the program, the executive director and CMO at uh, Granite State Dairy Promotion. And that would be Amy Hall. Amy, good morning to you.
2: Hi, Ken. How are you? I miss you.
0: Well, I miss you, too. I miss you, too. But it's great to hear your voice. It is that time of the year. Of course, any time of the year is is great for ice cream. But we're getting ready for another ice cream trail the 2023 edition
2: that's right and i am gearing up right now um today is the big day the maps have come off the printer i'm going to be leaving immediately after i get off the phone with you to pick them up and to start statewide distribution
0: all right well you have a busy day in store that is for sure. And uh, I, I tell you what, it's a, it's a time of the year that so many people look forward to to get those maps. And uh, they're going to be hot off the press as of today, as, as Amy said. And uh, how many uh, ice cream vendors do we have uh, on the map this year?
2: Well, we have 42 this year. And just a heads up, um, distribution starts today. But our rest areas know that these maps can't be shelved until Friday. Nobody gets a head start.
0: Okay, so you you won't be able to get them until Friday, right?
2: That is correct. And you can go to any rest area or any one of the 42 participating shops to pick up a map.
0: And nobody gets a head start, folks. It starts Friday. So don't head to the rest area today. Uh, Wait until Friday and pick up your map or maps and uh, get started. So uh, 42... Ice cream uh, vendors uh, throughout the state, from uh, the bottom of the state to the top of the state, from east to west, and uh, all points uh, in between. So just for those people, Amy, and I I can't imagine that there's anybody out there who's uh, not familiar with the ice cream trail, at least to a certain degree. Tell them what it's all about.
2: Sure. Well, it's a passport program. So what that means is you pick up a map and the challenge here is to challenge um to travel the entire state and visit each one of the 42 shops you will receive a sticker at each shop and if you complete the entire trail until you're into your point ken north south east west it sounds easy but it's tough if you complete every single stop You will receive an eat like a cow sweatshirt so that you can brag to your friends and family that you did it. And then you will also be entered into a grand prize drawing. And if you are chosen, you will win a $200 Amazon gift card, a basket full of New Hampshire made goodies. And of course, you get the sweatshirt as well.
0: Outstanding. The grand prize. And uh, now people have uh, from Friday, that's when uh, the trail officially opens for 2023. And uh, what is the final date?
2: People have until Columbus Day weekend in October to complete the entire trail.
0: All right. We will make a a note of that from uh, Memorial Day weekend through Columbus Day weekend. That is the span of time. That, uh, that you will have to complete the ice cream trail. And as Amy said, uh, you know, 42 locations. And, uh, you know, we are a relatively small state, but still there's a lot of ground to cover and a lot of ice cream to eat. How many, how many did you have uh, last year complete uh, the entire trail?
2: Last year we had 38 total that completed the whole thing.
0: Now, uh, to me, that sounds like a lot. Really, 38 people.
2: It's a tremendous amount. And the other great thing about this map is that a lot of people don't pick up this to um, complete all 42 stops. They use it as a reference. They look at it and say, you know what? I've never traveled uh, the western corridor of the state. So I'm going to head over that direction this weekend and next weekend. And, you know, check out some of these shops that I would never... Um, typically go to without this map. So it really is fun. And 38 is a great number, but I hear from my shop that they see so many of these maps come through and so many people pick them up. And they also get feedback that... I'm going to try to hit all 42, but I just want a record of how many that I can hit. So I'm going to go ahead and take that passport sticker anyway.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I I would have to think that, uh, you know, it is also great for, you know, other, you know, shops and, uh, you know, whatever you hit along the way in the vicinity uh, of these uh, ice cream stands. You know, because people are traveling in in many cases in areas they have really never visited. And they'll stop off at a shop here or shop there and then, uh, you know, get their ice cream, uh, get their stamp. And, uh, you know, even if they know they're not going to complete all 42 uh, ice cream shops, uh, you know, they they will use it as a guide. So I think it's tremendous, uh, not only for uh, the vendors involved, uh, but for the state at large, uh, economically speaking.
2: No, it is. And, you know, that's why Travel and Tourism partners with us on this, because it's an excellent point, Ken. You you stop, like Pittsburgh, for example, and if Peter St. James is listening, he's going to be so upset with me. <laughs> people will go into what's that sporting goods store that's right in that area? Do you know? I don't remember. Peter, I hope you're not listening. And if he, he is, he may he's be. call me. <laughs>
0: he, he may be.
2: Right, but there's a perfect example of a store that not a lot of people know even exists, and it brings them more business. And uh, every year, I send out a survey to every single person who completes the trail. And every single year, 100% of people say that they saw parts of the state that they have never yeah. traveled to or visited before. So to me, that's just such a tremendous success. What a fun time out there, even if you're by yourself or with your family or with your friends. It's New Hampshire's greatest summer adventure, no question about it.
0: There there is no question about that. And I I do recall it was a year not too long ago when I believe a a woman from from Massachusetts won the grand prize. Isn't that true?
2: Yes, Ken, it's the second time that's happened. Remember year one, um, and you and I sat together and drew the winner, and we were both shocked. Year one that it was somebody from Massachusetts, right? And then right. it did. It happened again um, together, where another individual from Massachusetts, and it's it's kind of mind blowing because you expect it's going to be a New Hampshire resident, but people from all over New England use this map.
0: Yeah, very true, obviously, and uh, you know, and and as you pointed out uh, so appropriately, they use it as kind of a, a guide to each particular region because the map is broken down into regions of the state and which shops are in which regions of the state. And uh, it, it would serve as a, a very handy map and a, a, a guide to delicious ice cream as well.
2: Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, the other very important part of this map, despite all of the ancillary benefits of supporting our small uh, business owners and ice cream shops and travel and tourism, It is packed with information about New Hampshire's dairy industry, Mm -hmm. our dairy farmers, their day-to-day life environment, and how well they take care of it. It addresses a lot of dairy myths that still tend to circulate out there in terms of antibiotics or hormones in milk. And it's just, you know, Ken, all of that has been debunked over and over again. So it's the hope that while they're out there and, you know, on this wonderful adventure, that they will read through the brochure um, and really absorb and understand the information that is out there and begins to understand the vital importance that dairy producers play here in New Hampshire.
0: Oh, there's no no doubt about that. And I I guarantee that when people... Uh, pick up their, their, their passport uh, this year uh, at, uh, at a rest area near you that uh, you, will, you will learn a, a number of facts about the dairy industry and what dairy means to New Hampshire, facts that you never knew uh, before as a result of uh, uh, reading that, uh, that brochure, that passport that you pick up uh, starting Friday. Now at all, all the rest areas, Amy, throughout the state,
2: yeah, all of the rest areas in the state. Um, oh, gosh, I probably will forget one. Hooks at North, Hooks at South, uh, Seabrook, Littleton, Colebrook, uh, Canterbury, Uh If there is a rest area in New Hampshire certified by travel and tourism, you'll find a map there.
0: All right. Amy, can you hang with us for a few minutes? I sure can. You have to take a, a quick break. Amy Hall is with us. Amy is the executive director and CMO at Granite State Dairy Promotion. The ice cream trail, folks, for 2023 starts Friday. We'll take a break. Back with more after these words on WKXL. We're presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back, Kale & Company live for a Tuesday, and uh, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and joining us, Amy Hall, Executive Director and CMO with Granite State Dairy Promotion, nhdairypromo.org, on the web. And uh, Amy, we we haven't really talked dairy in in quite some time here on the program, so uh, how many dairy farmers do we have now in, in the state of New Hampshire?
2: We have ninety now. Um, and it's you know, I don't I don't like to be doom and gloom, but you know, we just continue to hemorrhage our farms. In nineteen seventy, we had eight hundred and twenty nine family owned dairy farms here mm-hmm. in New Hampshire. So there therein lies another important part again about the ice cream trail. Because the more that we lose, the farther in we have to import our products from. So that means less and less and less of the dairy products you see on your grocery store shelves are local products that come from New Hampshire. So New Hampshire is a milk deficit state. And what that means is that we don't have enough dairy producers here in New Hampshire anymore to feed our entire uh, population. So milk now, believe it or not, we have some on the shelves coming in from Ohio, Pennsylvania. Yes, even some from California. And I think that it's really time for people to wake up and start to focus on buying local products and supporting our local farmers. And not every farm out there can bottle their own milk off of a specific farm, Not every dairy producer is set up financially or in terms of staff to be able to do that. But the good news is, is that our commercial farms, so you see the big silver milk truck, that's who goes to our commercial farms to pick up milk. So what we would like to encourage people to do is to start looking for Code 33. It is located just underneath the expiration date on your jug of milk. So we're calling this Check Your Jugs so that we can ensure and maintain and do the best that we can to keep in business the remaining 90 family-owned dairy farms we have in New Hampshire.
0: Well, that is uh, very important. So, folks, remember, uh, when you go into uh, your store today to to buy milk, look for that uh, Code 33. Just remember Larry Bird, Code 33. That, that's the way I remember it, Amy, is, yes. uh, yeah, is, uh, is by Larry Bird. You know, I, I can always forget 33, but I'll never forget Larry Bird. So uh, when I go in and, and check, and uh, it, it, I, I would have to guess there's probably on the shelves these days uh, more milk that comes from out of state than in state, unfortunately.
2: Absolutely. Um, and that's 100 percent correct. And that should alarm the public and consumers. Not only do dairy producers um, make and work for the food that you eat every single day, they make tremendous contributions to the economy in terms of taxes um, and what they offer in terms of wide open spaces, wildlife habitat, um, water protection, environmental protection, There are so many benefits. Um, Dairy is more than just milk. It's more than just ice cream. And it's more than just cheese. These are family-owned farms. They have been for generations. And it's time that we all step up as a community, as New Hampshire citizens. And if you do go into a grocery store and you see that they do not have a Code 33 available in their aisle, you need to ask for them to start buying New Hampshire milk.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure there are uh, uh, any number of stores in the state that do not have uh, code 33 milk uh, available, which is uh, an outright shame uh, for sure. So, uh, you know, speak up and ask them to stock code 33MILK, so uh, we can help out our dairy farmers, the 90 that remain in the Granite State, and uh, as Amy said, in 1970, there were 829 family dairy farms in the state of New Hampshire, we're down to 90, and we don't want to see the number uh, drop below that. Uh, so you know, please uh, do what you can, and uh, if, if everybody did it, within the sound of our voices, Amy, uh, it would certainly be a, a big help. Uh, but I, but I don't think you know people for the most part, and and you've been uh, you know talking about this for years uh, to uh, check those jugs and and look for the code thirty three. But you know you know most people still go in just just grab the milk and uh, and and pay no attention to where the the milk is coming from.
2: No, you're absolutely right. And I think people just go into grocery stores these days and they take for granted that, you know, there's milk on the shelves, that there's cheese on the shelves, sour cream, you name it. Um, And the issue with that is that the more we do hemorrhage farms, that will soon become... Local product, something that you don't have the luxury to look for or even purchase anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, that that is a a sad thought, but uh, uh, hopefully that will never be uh, a reality. But uh, Amy, you've certainly done uh, over the years what what you can to uh, promote the local dairy farmers, and uh, they are certainly a backbone of. Uh, you know, of our culture here in the state of New Hampshire and do so much for us and, and have over the years. And uh, come on, support them, folks, really. Look for that number 33. It's only going to take your second. And again, as Amy said, if the particular store that you go to does not stock uh, any milk with the code 33, go to the manager. Tell them to do it because uh, we're only helping our economy and those 90 family dairy farms that remain uh, in in the Granite state. We want to keep them uh, alive as long as we possibly can. And uh, of course I know Amy, you have a busy day. You have to uh, uh, make your way now and, and pick up uh, the the passports, the the brochures that people will start picking up on Friday for the 2023 ice cream trail. There are many uh, in the uh, area that uh, that we cover here on WKXL and many beyond that uh, as well. And it, it really is an adventure. It, it really is, folks. And it's uh, a lot more difficult than you might think, but uh, it's a great accomplishment. And what did you say, Amy, 38 people completed the trail last year? Yes. All right. 38 and uh, maybe we can make it more uh, this year. But nonetheless, uh, whether, whether you do or not, uh, it's, it's a great guide, as Amy said, to uh, you know, uh, areas. You know, people, people live all their lives. Let's say they're, they're in the greater Concord area, greater Manchester area, wherever you might be listening uh, this morning. Uh, and they never, never think of going uh, to the western part of the state. Uh, like, uh, you know, the, the Keene area and that, and that area or uh, up to Pittsfield, is, uh, up to Pittsburgh, I should say, as you mentioned. And uh, so it, it really inspires you to do that because you know that, uh, you know, ultimately when you get there, you're going to have some ice cream. So <laughs> you have a reason to go.
2: <laughs> there is a reward at every single point on this trail.
0: Yeah, there, That there is, and uh, and, and Amy, uh, you, you've been working hard. How, what, what year is this of, of the trail?
2: This is year, oh Lord, we started in 2013, so
0: 10. 10 years.
2: Boy, I should have made a bigger deal out of that, but I get so entrenched in the organization that I don't even think about the years.
0: It's celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the ice cream trail here in the state of new hampshire from the uh, granite state dairy promotion and uh, amy you've been with it from the start and uh, a great advocate for our our local dairy farmers i know they appreciate uh, what you do and we have an, a number of those dairy farms in our our listening area and uh, we certainly appreciate what uh, what they do for us so amy thanks for being with us and uh, and get those get those passports out to those rest areas. People are looking for them on Friday.
2: Absolutely. And Ken, we appreciate your support more than you can ever know. So thank you for allowing me time to uh, chat with you this morning.
0: Well, you know what? If we if we can arrange it, if we can arrange it, maybe, maybe we can do the drawing again here on WKXL. At,
2: well, yeah, it, let's get that going
0: when it, when it's uh, when it's all over after Columbus Day. So. Starts Memorial Day weekend, ends Columbus Day weekend, and uh, enjoy all that great uh, locally made ice cream from uh, New Hampshire dairy farmers. And uh, Amy Hall, thanks so much for being with us today.
2: Thank you, Ken.
0: All right, take care. Amy Hall, the CEO, or CMO, I should say, and Executive Director of Granite State Dairy Promotion. Pick up those maps. Pick up those maps starting Friday at any rest area in the state of New Hampshire. Do or die for the Celtics tonight. They're down three games to none against Miami. Must win tonight. Lakers were eliminated on Monday. Florida Panthers continue to win. Red Sox lost on Monday night. They'll play another game uh, in Anaheim tonight against the Angels. Thanks for joining us today here on Kale & Company Live from WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. They have individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. Join us on Wednesday. Dan Weed will join us from Weed Family Automotive. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Thanks for joining us.